Hey yo, say hello to the bad guy Scott Hall and I've got a scoop for you. And we all know there's a lot of podcasts out there and I encourage you to check out this one. It's called Going In Raw. You heard it here first. Going In Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. Oh man, you look like a million, but you're, it looks like you're back at home. You yeah. got like apparently a fancier camera. Yeah, upgraded stuff. I have two lights in here now. Oh wow! One to my right, one to my left. Uh, yeah, this is almost like a real production going on here on my end. Finally, speaking of real productions, WrestleMania is starting tomorrow, and oh, wow. uh, that that should seemingly be a real production, but it remains to be seen. True. In any event, we're going to be doing our WrestleMania live reactions tomorrow, starting with the kickoff at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, what is that? Three plus eight? Wait, it's 11. Wait, yeah, 11 p.m. Uh, uh, Brexit time. Correct. So, uh, of course, we're going to be doing that at the YouTube. I know we've been doing our recaps on Twitch. We're doing that right here on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, come join us. should be a lot of fun. I think we're going to do some giveaways. Sure. And, uh, and yeah, you'll get to see us react to... Uh, this year's uh, debacle. I mean, this year's WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Are we still going to have guests during the course of our stream? It's always possible. Maybe. You know, Maybe. We, we have we have the technology. Seemingly, everybody has Zoom technology right now. So, uh, so that that's a distinct possibility, I guess. Yeah. But uh, anyways, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the news. Before we get started, though, let's try to get this one up to 700 likes. Hit that like button. Smash it, please. Larson, what's in the news? Listen, the news, WrestleMania, as you mentioned, is the news. It's happening tomorrow and over the last three weeks. ESPN's been running some uh, old vintage WrestleManias. Uh, and it's garnered the uh, the network some pretty solid numbers. Um, and then uh, SI's Sports Illustrated, uh, Justin Barrasso, uh, spoke with ESPN Senior Director of Programming Brent Colborn. Uh, about how that whole deal came to pass and what the future of WWE content on the worldwide leader of sports may look like. This is what uh, Colborne had to say about how uh, ESPN and WWE got manias on ESPN. Quote, the collaboration between both entities came together in a quick and timely fashion. March 12th was the first day of all the events falling off the calendar, and it was pretty quickly thereafter in discussion and communication with WWE that the idea came up for ESP, ESPN to acquire some really incredible content three WrestleManias for three consecutive Sundays. So, of course, that deal was made. We had heard that uh, ESPN Plus was a potential suitor for WWE's uh, uh, pay-per-view programming in the future, though that deal seemingly fell apart. But nonetheless, with these really good numbers over these last three WrestleManias, uh, maybe they can reopen negotiations. And next year, maybe uh, WrestleMania will be live on ESPN's family networks. Uh, But... Yeah, maybe not. You seem, you seem pretty chipper about having to pay a bunch of WrestleMania next year. <laughs> well, I'm ha- I, I thought I was going to do it this year. I don't. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good uh, point. This is what Colborn had to say uh, about the ESPN airing WrestleMania in the future live. Quote, it's a great question. We're always open to discussing a lot of different ideas with various leagues, but right now the focus for what we're doing with WB is on the short term. We felt like this was a really good content opportunity for us to show these three encores and a really good promotional opportunity for WWE to help reach to help utilize our reach and our brand to create more excitement for WrestleMania this upcoming weekend. So uh, to paraphrase what Mr. Colborne is saying here is uh, ESPN was was hungry for content because there's no live sports now. We made a deal with uh, WWE to get these manias, uh, and and once uh, live sports is back, 
uh, we're not going to bother ourselves with WWE anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, if these things if these things continue to do really good numbers, yeah. I mean, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, at the it's least. going somewhere. A either it's going to be fight. Bleacher Report live. It's going somewhere, but it is not going to be free on the network next year. That's, no, not I at all. It wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be this year. <laughs> I can guarantee until that. things happen. Um, they, seeing how successful it was this year, maybe they'll 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 revisit a similar situation next year. Um, just because it does good numbers for ESPN, um, it, it seemingly is an arrangement that worked out for all parties involved. Because of that, maybe next year they'll have a couple more encore presentations of Mania on ESPN. Um, uh, to help promote the upcoming WrestleMania, uh, and who knows? Maybe part of that too is that WrestleMania will be on ESPN Plus. Who knows? Yeah, wouldn't that? But as far would, as yeah, as far as Mania being on ESPN Prime, no. Oh no, that's not going to no. happen. No, it's going to no. be sold through through the Plus system. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So it's five dollars. Was it still five dollars to subscribe to ESPN Plus? Probably. And then another sixty dollars to get the pay per view. It's such a dumping ground, though. I'm not even sure why they charge people for it. Like, well, it's I, USC. That's why they're charging people for it. Uh, no, but you still have to pay for the pay per views for I know. U- UFC. I know. So I know like, it's like a seat license. You're paying to get access to UFC pay per views. <laughs> that's that's horrible. My dad came over a couple months ago. I was like, "Hey, I want to watch the uh, the Rose Bowl. Uh, can you uh, put it on this? Because it was on ESPN. He was like, "Can you uh, get my ESPN Plus working?" I'm like, "Okay." And like five dollars for this because I hadn't even like looked into it. I, I just I was like, okay, ESPN is a streaming service, cool. I was like, Dad, there's like nothing of value on here. These are all a bunch of games nobody cares about. And I'm like, how much is this? He says five dollars a month. I'm like, oh, that's gonna be why they don't have. They're they're not a la carte. They're not doing that. They have like a ma- massive TV deals. That's not happening. Yeah. So then I had to like go in and figure out how to like de-enroll him. Oh. Yeah. Anyways. Uh. So yeah. Uh, let's talk about AEW here a little bit and uh, what their television situation is because it seems like there has been some new information that has come to light uh, with regards to what we can expect going forward for uh, AEW Dynamite in light of the current Rona situation. Uh, apparently, PW Torch has some info, uh, and according to them, AEW has enough material in the can to produce content for several weeks saying, quote, Sources from AEW indicate they have enough footage taped to create storyline advancing matches that can fill two hours of weekly TV for TNT every Wednesday night for weeks, if not months, if necessary. The TNT heavyweight tournament was taped to set up the finals currently scheduled for the May 23rd double or nothing pay-per-view. That, of course, obviously is still completely up in the air as well. Wouldn't surprise me at all if they push that back. Uh, additionally, sounds like AEW has been taping extra content for a couple weeks now, as PW Torch noted. AEW also pre-taped matches in Jacksonville last month, including the John Moxley versus Jake Hager AEW title match that airs in two weeks, which will have Jim Ross on commentary. AEW will be mixing matches week to week from the Norcross, Georgia tapings and the Jacksonville, Florida tapings plus adding new interviews and content from wrestlers stationed at home in isolation to augment the in-ring content. So, so they've that's been pretty seemingly forward-thinking for several weeks now. Yeah. That's... Seemingly, because apparently they're booked. Uh, I mean, I guess if, they're, if, they're, if they have stuff at least somewhat booked all the way till late May, mm-hmm. that's about a month and a half worth of content, roughly, they have in the can. 
Uh, PW Torch and Wrestling Inc. noted that a Georgia State official was present for the past tapings this week in Norcross to assure that AEW was in compliance with any rules regarding social distancing. And Tony Khan actually reached out to Wrestling Inc. to tell them that, uh, quote, the official who stopped by was a local Georgia code enforcement official. They were there to ensure that everything was as agreed to in the permits AEW had obtained. Khan stated that it was just a routine check-in like any other week and everything was fine on both sides. Mm. So no danger of, uh, of uh, the state official saying to AEW, you can't do this. Yeah. We're going to shut you down. Yeah. This next part was interesting about the the, the two, the roster being This is split. interesting. Yeah. So uh, PW Torch also detailed the measures AEW uh, is implementing to keep their roster as healthy as possible. Uh, PW Torch notes that so far, uh, there's no knowledge of anyone within AEW having any uh, COVID-19 symptoms. And they continue, quote, AEW wrestlers who live outside the Southeast and thus are not within reasonable driving distance and have been intentionally kept away. Uh, sorry, have been intentionally kept away. So AEW would have two distinct groups who ha- hadn't intermingled for weeks. The idea was to have no chance of the entire roster having to self-isolate at once by making sure there's a hard divide between two distinct groups for at least two weeks so essentially they're operating with two different rosters yeah and then it seems like one group would be potentially two weeks on uh and then the other one would be two weeks on Mm -hmm. it seems like they'd be alternating seems like assuming uh they have any further uh tapings after the 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 you know whatever they've gotten the can so far well i don't yeah i yeah so they're gonna they're gonna be doing stuff from from you know recording promos and stuff from Mm -hmm. home Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can see, you know, what half of the roster is there from the last couple of weeks of, or from this past week specifically. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I would think that it, the, the, the other part of the roster is maybe, uh, I don't know if they, they, cause they didn't tr- have those people travel in. They stayed away so that if something does happen with the crew, that's, that's, da- that's there, if one person gets it. And so everybody has to quarantine, they yeah, have yeah, a yeah. whole nother roster exactly. ready to go exactly. in case. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's all kind of interesting stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it seems like they are they they were you know shooting and shooting and shooting because we're all mm-hmm. gonna have to worry about it later. Yep. Uh, yep. Speaking of things that might be kind of interesting to watch later, I don't know. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, of course, we're gonna be reviewing uh, the New Jack episode. Yes. Uh, we're recording that uh, in a moment, I think. Yes. And then uh, we're gonna release it uh, Saturday morning, tomorrow morning. Is that right? Or Sunday morning? Or Sunday? Yeah, we've been doing them Sunday morning. Sunday so morning. Sunday morning. Um, manias. We're doing those. Are we going to do the review for that all in one? Are we going to do night one and night two reviews? Night one and night two, man. Okay, for Wrestle well, Kingdom. Well, let's uh let's put out the New Jack thing tomorrow morning then. All right, fair enough. All right. Anyways, uh, yeah, this is a really fun episode. But of course, last week was uh the and the week before was the Benoit two parter, and of course, uh, they talk quite extensively in the first part about Kevin Sullivan, uh, Nancy Benoit's ex husband who booked his own divorce, so to speak. And, uh, you know, there were some accusations thrown out there in terms of uh, an abusive relationship with uh, Nancy Benoit while she was Nancy Sullivan, which caused her to go maybe to Chris Benoit. And uh, he uh, declined uh, the uh, the opportunity to talk to Dark Side of the Ring, uh, but he has accepted the opportunity to talk about the entire situation uh, with Jim Cornette on his podcast next week. Uh, and it'll be very interesting, very interesting to hear uh, what he has to say. There's a couple shoot interviews out there already with Kevin Sullivan, but nothing obviously since the dark side of the ring mm-hmm. stuff has gone down. And uh, and I'm sure he's going to be talking specifics there. So that'll be a very interesting listen. 
Yes, indeed, indeed, it will be. Yeah, Cornette's uh, Cornette's bit in uh, in the New Jack one when they had him and D'Lo. Here's a little taste of the review. So one of my favorite parts is when D'Lo and Cornette both did their own live reactions. Oh, to the stabbing to, one, uh, Hunter Red yeah. getting stabbed. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Anyways, yeah, well, we're gonna talk about that. You guys can watch that yeah. or listen to that first thing in the morning. But uh, yeah, that, that's good stuff. Anyways, hopefully you guys join us for WrestleMania. It, if nothing else, we'll have fun. Uh, and you can right now we have a big sale. Uh, friendomerch.com and friendomarket.com. Use the promo code Mania. You get yeah. a twenty percent discount. Uh, so we've got some ten for the win shirts over at friendomerch.com, and and we also have a a Friendo Club hoodie. And then we've got all those shirt, a lot of shirt sticker packs, including the Friendo Club uh, right there. Uh, See behind Steve there, yeah. It's right there with your head on it right there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check that out. Good stuff. Thanks, everybody, for watching. And uh, until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.